Welcome to Reshoot Amateurs No Suits. Too many movies to explore. Ruthie, Hector, and Ed laugh until the end. Let's see something never done before. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Welcome to, such a long pause. <laughs> welcome to Reshoot, Amateur's Guide to Gooder Film, where we find movies we like or dislike and we try and fix them. But we're not doing that today because I picked a bad movie last time. Sorry, we're not doing High Life. There were some very uh, sensitive topics in that movie and we do not feel comfortable talking about it. Yeah, this several was... sensitive topics. I'm not shitting on Ed, but like... For the next time, I'm definitely going to read up on uh, at least any if there are any sensitive topics for movies that I haven't seen if I pick those. So my bad. Shout out, Does the Dog Die? I love that website. Does the triggers. Do that is the perfect website because it you can either find all the spoilers that you need for your triggers or you can just know hey this is what bullshit is in your movie a lot of categories mm, so yeah. there's a way to like yeah you see it like yeah so what it does is like it'll list out the stuff and then if you want to learn more uh there's like a there's comments okay you, you can okay read the comments. Good, good 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 okay so i guess we should give our names too should we, we done... huh should we should we Okay, I'm Ed. I'm Ruthie. Damn it. No, I'm Hector. <laughs> no, I'm Ruthie. I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, so this episode, we're just going to uh, talk about good and bad endings and what we think makes them good and what we think makes them bad. Yeah, I thought that would be interesting. We've been going at this for uh, a little over a year now. I feel like mm. We've kind of established what little credibility we can offer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and we can talk about what we think, in our own opinions, makes a good or a bad ending. And, and it might also help us later with our reshoots. Yeah. Yeah. Take this with a grain of salt, because again, it's all subjective. So if you're going to come at us with pitchforks, well, we're going we're gonna to eat those pitchforks. Yum, yum. There's one movie ending I'm going to talk about that I think is completely objective how terrible it is. And that is a hot take. I already had my hot take for the year. I'm not due for another one. Until <laughs> Dude, I, have, I have so many hot takes for so many movies. Keep it to one a year. No, one dude. a year. Nah, dude. I think Invisible Man is probably one of the best movies that came out in 2020. Wait, that's your hot take? Well, Okay. All the movies that came out in 2020, plus all the ones that came out in 2021 that were supposed to come out in 2020, I think Invisible Man tops that list. You're telling me Invisible Man is better than the movie that saved movie theaters? Demon Slayer? No, uh, Trolls 2. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that movie came out before? No, it was during lockdown. That, that's my, because it was supposed to be Tenet. Oh, Tenet right. is a movie that was supposed to make, save oh, movie Oh god, I miss, your th I miss your thing. Yeah. Tenet? Invisible Man is better than Tenet. It's better than close to No Time to Die, in my opinion. Dune is an incomplete movie. <laughs> Invisible Man is better than Tenet. It's close to No Time to Die. Dune is an incomplete movie, so I don't feel comfortable comparing anything to Dune yet. Give me two years when the sequel comes out. Uh, what other movies came out this year? I don't know. Or that was supposed to, that came out this year that was supposed to come out in 2020. It's a thing. 
Last Night in Soho. Last Night in Soho. That was. Oh that was yeah, I haven't seen Last Night in Soho, but was that supposed to come out in 2020? I think so. I assume every movie was. No, not all of these. <clears throat> Uh, no, but I I'm, I think I know it was. French Dispatch was supposed to come out, yeah, or like late late 2020. Maybe I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. No, we still haven't seen that one yet. Anyways, anyways, so, yeah, we should actually get to the actual movies yeah. that we picked. Yeah, we can give our hot takes later. Yeah, maybe yes. on Twitter. That's the best place to give hot takes. Obviously, hot takes. very accepting. T- Twitter is the perfect place for an audience to unbiasedly listen to your hot takes and accept them unjudgingly. You guys, yeah, you should... Twitter's a perfect place. Yeah. Put my hot take on Twitter. Okay, so my 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 five movies, like three of them we can just talk about whenever. Two I want to talk about one right after the other. Okay. So okay, Repo Man and Shutter Island. Okay. Nurse neither of them, but go on. Yeah, I, I don't know how much I can contribute. I know nothing. Oh jeez. Okay. All right. So this one has a story attached to it. Uh about me. Back when I wasn't super into movies, I watched Shutter Island. Uh off the request of my brother and shutter i (laughs) (laughs) wait what shutter (laughs) (laughs) okay keep going um let me start over so this one has a story attached to it whatever yeah i watched shutter island off the request of my brother and it was a very good movie i loved it so i loved it a lot and i Back then, I, I was watching movies just to watch movies. And then I watched it a second time after I was actually analyzing movies for the first time, and it got so much better. Anyways, afterwards, I watched Repo Men. I, don't ask me why. I just watched it to watch it. And I personally thought that ending was, like, shocking. So much so that I even said it was, like, more shocking than Shutter Island's ending. And Repo Men's ending actually sucks huge uh, donkey pee-pee. Because... The ending has nothing to do with the plot. It's like, it, it's so weird. Like, in in Repo Man, there's a scene where like the guy almost gets caught, and the the bad guy cop, even though he's kind of a good guy, is trying like goes to smash his head with the rock or something, and then he misses and whatever. It goes off, and good guy wins. And then all of a sudden, he's at a beach with like Pete with like his wife and like. With this girl that he likes and his buddy cop, and then things start glitching out, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And then it cuts to that scene where he crushed his head with a rock. Actually happened, and he has a thing on his head that is making him like have this dream sequence. Huh? And I'm like, "Wow, what a shocking ending!" Half of the movie didn't even happen in real life. Well, Shutter Island's ending actually has to do with the plot. Where, you know, he was actually crazy all along. He actually did uh, commit a terrible crime, killing several people. And he goes through this entire thing that they've, that they reveal at the end has already happened before. And they made a breakthrough and he realized his delusions and he became sane. But he reverted back. And in the end, in the end, he still, it is heavily implied that he still knows that he's or like his psychiatrist comes up to him and talks to him and leo says that like uh, something about like the missing prisoner which was like the delusion kind of thing and psychiatrist like looks at the main guy of this shutter island asylum place and like shakes his head saying oh no it didn't work again and then when the two people come to 
take him away to lobotomize him, he tells a psychiatrist, is it better to live as a monster or die a good man? And he goes off with the lobotomizers, heavily implying that it has worked, that he did not revert back, but he's choosing to basically die. And that has to do with the entire plot of the movie. And it, it's, it makes sense. Rebelman so, doesn't make sense. What about those move, like those endings in particular? What made them good in your eyes, I guess? The shock factor, the, the shock factor is, is like a, a thing that is a thing about like good endings. Sometimes like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened kind of thing. But Rebelman, the ending has nothing to do with the plot, basically. Like they, they give you hints that that thing that's on your head is a thing that exists in the world, but it's just the shock factor ending for the shock factor looking for a bad ending that they couldn't come up with themselves, I guess. While Shutter Island has a shock factor ending, especially that scene in the lighthouse is so good. What is with movies and lighthouses that makes them so good? Um, about like when he's revealing everything to Leonardo DiCaprio's character, like the shock factor for sure also has to do with the plot is what I'm, is, is all I'm basically saying. Like your ending can't be shocking just to be shocking. Really. It has to follow like ideas that the, the story has already put in, but like that it flows, especially if you're going for a shock factor ending. I agree. So I don't know if, I, Hector, I don't think you've seen this, but Ed, have you seen Grease? I think I did a very long time ago. But I think I'm going to talk much about, the about it. Yeah. So at the very end of Greece, uh, all the main characters, they pile into the, the race car, Grease Lightning, and uh, the very, very end of the movie, the car is like taking off and then it like lifts up into the air and it flies off. And then you get like the end and all the end credits and stuff. But that was a holdover from the musical Grease where they did that in like theater effects. I was say like, that was a theater effects thing. Why is this a weird, is this a- Oh, the play lifts the car up. As yeah. long as I don't really like Grease as a concept for reasons I don't want to get into right now, I'm not going to go over it right now, but okay. that actually seems like a fine, that part of the ending actually seems fine. No, I mean- I, what are you trying to tell me about this ending? Well, like, maybe not to the plot, but it is, like, paying an homage to the story of Greece, because that's from the theater. And it is kind of shocking if you've never seen it. I was really confused by it the first time. Do you think that I mean, of... if it's an homage to, since it's, like, based on a play, like, I guess that's fine. I don't know. But I'm talking, like, real shock factor endings, which I, there's another movie I want to talk about that has a, that kind of ending. I mean, uh, Uncut Gems also, Shock Factor ending. Sure. And I like that one also. That's another movie I was going to talk about, though. Which one? But yeah. Well, since you mentioned lobotomization, that kind of ties into the one I have. Oh. Um, <laughs> Dr. Uh, Cat in the Hat? <laughs> what? They lobotomized that, work, that book. I True. love. The, I like the movie, but my God, it, it. I like the movie, but yeah, no, it is very different from the book. Anyways, no, the the movie I had in mind was uh, Sucker Punch. Yes, I always was of the mind when I was younger 
you had to have a happy ending for it to be like a good ending like a lot of unhappy endings were always felt so unsatisfying to me and then I saw Sucker Punch for the first time I was like I had to be like 10 11 12 and I was emotionally moved by this movie like I know a lot of people hate it it's it's not a movie where you can have a middling opinion and I was on the love it side and then the ending came and I was what what because it was definitely not a happy ending the main character offers herself up as a sacrifice so that one other character can escape from the mental asylum. So she gets out. The other character, the main character, she gets lobotomized, but the other one gets free and she gets to go home. And that was, it, it blew my mind. Like it was, it was satisfactory to the plot, but it wasn't, it was like a paretic victory. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I love Sucker Punch too. And I remember watching it and being like yeah so like shocked by the ending because it is a shocking ending but again has to do with the plot if you paid attention because that that movie is so weird like it starts like it shows you that she's in a mental asylum and then it turns into a strip club kind of place or like a club for people with girl dancers and then when she's dancing it turns into like a fantasy weird like thing it's crazy yeah i've it's it's such a it's such a colorful movie too. I love it. Yeah. It is beautiful. I've noticed something yeah. you guys have mentioned. Yeah, hi, I'm still in the podcast. I don't even talk a lot. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just it's just a joke at me. No, it's a joke at me. Not less at me being quiet. Um, I've noticed something, and this is something I want to bring up. Not okay. every time you guys talk about an ending you liked or disliked. What's the one key thing? Uh, it fits with the story. Besides that, shocking. Why were you fine with Repo Men for a while? Because it was a shocking ending. And what it, and it's an emotion. Oh, it has yeah. to pull at your heart. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like that's what makes because I agree it has to be with the plot. It has to make sense. That's but what I feel like are. the heart is something that I guess yeah. not a lot of people talk about when it comes to endings. Okay. Movies movies are supposed to evoke an emotion, and all of these that I have bought evoked a very strong emotion for me throughout the movie. Uh, you know, I want to evoke- Oh, sorry. Come on. I, I want, talking about uncut gems again sorry but like that movie was just a stress from beginning to end that's an emotion right that's the reason i haven't watched it yet yeah. <laughs> i know it's stressful and i have i'm like god it's I, really stressful i don't want to go from to the, the beginning drink, to the end up to my therapist like hey it helps us all one <laughs> it movie a, it is a cathartic ending I, okay you know it's one movie that we've all seen that i thought really was safe like just the emotion that ending gave shadow Oh, yeah. So if anyone who doesn't know this, it's a movie for 2019. It's a Wuxia movie from 2019, right, Ed? Well, I thought it was 2018. 2018 it, in it China. Came, it came out of 2018 in China. Oh, right. Year. And uh, I highly recommend if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's rad as fuck. It's rad as fuck. And the ending is like the best part of the movie. So in the so basically what I thought was the movie was okay. It was cool. The action was cool. Nothing was special. And everything was going as is. Like, I could tell everything that was going on. Then the reveal, then there's the scene where it all comes to a head. Everything gets revealed. All the cards are on the table, right? And, like, the twists and the twists are just, some of them were better planned than others. The part where the king faked knowing or was like, oh, I knew everything that was going along. I knew you weren't him. Mm. That part was a little unexplained. But the fact that it had such a good, and the acting and everything was so good, and everyone was just owning this and ignoring the small little plot stuff, perfect. I don't know. 
that's a really good ending to me. It's just like, like I know it has time to the plot, but I guess a good ending will, even if it has some inconsistencies, you're totally fine with ignoring it just because of how it makes you feel. Yeah, and how it, yeah, like I, I remember Shadow Ending was incredibly good with how, how it plays out in the end. And like, I especially like how the king is portrayed to be this like buffoon kind of or like Mm -hmm. dense for most of the movie and at the end he actually shows that he's incredibly intelligent and knew what was going on from the very beginning and that's something i god that has gotten me through quite a few jobs and like stuff done with jobs (laughs) working with like people if like oh if i know for a fact they're hiding something i will act dumb and they'll just reveal it to me oh the (laughs) colombo method Oh, is that the Col- oh? I haven't seen Columbo. That's the Columbo method. Yeah, no. Uh, the whole point of the show is he finds out, or he knows who did it, but he doesn't necessarily know how they did it, and he needs to be able to prove it. So he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, it's real weird. You have a gun right in your hand, huh? Jeez, I wonder how that got there." And like, <laughs> does he like, talk like that? Kind of. Okay. He doesn't talk as high pitched as I no, do. No, but the accent. Yeah, kind of. He got. Well, you've seen Princess Bride. I've he's the grandpa in Princess Bride. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, but uh yeah, his whole th- his whole shtick is he outstupids the villain. <laughs> and I I think this, yeah, like I said, that's kind of what worked. That's when I started to realize, oh shit, there was enough hints that he knew what was going on. It's fine. Like, and then all the reveals in the double 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 crossings. triple crossing. <laughs> yeah. Double triple crossing, yeah. I want to watch it again soon. Mm, I'd love to watch it. And yeah, the action and the weapons they use so cool i love yeah, it yeah the, the weapons is what drew me in the, <laughs> the the weird the really interesting politics is what kept me in is what made it memorable yeah um i'd love okay right before we were recording uh ed and i had uh were having a bit of a duke out hector since you mentioned emotion one of the movies that i picked was uh get out and it may have been a cheat because it's got two endings yeah and one i like one I one yeah. she likes. Yeah, we both like the uh, the one that we like for different reasons. I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, for context, does the main dude? Yeah, the main dude. Uh, he just Daniel shot Kaluuya. his girl. What? Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. He just shot his girlfriend. The blue and red lights show up, and this is where the movie diverges because. In the original ending, it cuts out and it cuts back into Andre, the best friend of the movie, seeing Daniel Kaluuya and the two of them talking bet- behind uh, between the glass. Andre wants Daniel da- to keep- Daniel's uh, in jail. Yes. Yeah. He, he's, he got arrested for murdering a family, the family that tried to kill him. And Andre's like, don't worry, we'll keep, we'll keep fighting. We, we got you a good lawyer. And he's like, I'm done fighting. I'm free. I'm free from them. I don't need to be any more free than I am. And that's the ending that Ed likes. I like the the theatrical ending where we pan up to the cops and Andre steps out. He's like, uh, I'm T.S. motherfucking A. Consider this shit handled. I love <laughs> that shit. I felt, if I can say, say my piece on the ending, or if you want to go, Ed, I'm fine either way. Go. It was really refreshing to see the theatrical ending. I liked it because it showed Jordan Peele's respect for the audience. When the movie came out, it was 2016. Hector reminded me that this was like coming out right in the days of Ferguson. 
And like, there was this huge, it was the first like breaths of Black Lives Matter, the idea like coming into mainstream. And it, if anything, it felt like, well, yeah, it felt like respect from Jordan Peele to be like, okay, this ending feel is real, but it doesn't feel appropriate for some of my audience to have to go through this actual trauma that people go through every day. And that's my piece. Yeah. And I agree with that. I just feel that the ending that shows how how life is for those people, like actually day to day. I don't know. I just feel that that ending is more impactful. I, and I understand like, yeah, with the things that are going on at the moment in time. And yeah, I'm okay with the ending that they chose to release it with. I just feel that the other ending has much more to say about no, that sure. subject matter. It is really shows like they're both how endings. unfair it is. Yeah, I'm not gonna like it. They're both really good endings. I, guess I agree. I'm I'm sure there's people on every like anyone. I'm sure there's a good chunk of people who agree with you. It's not even a hot take. Yeah, like oh, I personally I kind of agree with Ruthie on that one. Yeah, I no. like them both. I just prefer the yeah. real life ending more. It's fair. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a lot more impactful if that's your first foray into, if that's baby's Mm -hmm. first racism, then that's going to be the better, that might be. If that's your first racism. Yeah, the the original one, yeah. I feel like if that's your first racism, that's a very, you've had a really sheltered life. I mean, yeah, but if you have to start somewhere, you have to start somewhere. No, no, I get that. Journey of a thousand steps, (laughs) whatever the phrase is. Yeah. R slash I am very smart. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So. Time to shit on a bad ending. I'm ready. Wonder Woman. Oh man, I'm not ready. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh my lord. Yes, I love 95% of that movie. I love everything about that movie. It has become Reddit incarnate. Keep going. <laughs> Except the ending. It's such a good movie. It is. It truly is. It was such a great movie with good commentary about everything. How... how Diana's like, oh, this is all Ares is doing. And Chris Pine's character is like, no, these are just humans. This is just what we do. We fight and kill each other over different opinions. And he doesn't say that once in the movie. It's said throughout the movie. Throughout the entire movie, Chris Pine is trying to make Diana understand that this is just what people do. No, but DC has to have their big CG fight at the end. So there's Ares. Oh, he was behind it all. The, the whole time. The whole time. And Hector, don't Get, don't even put in your opinion about how he wasn't behind it all because he was even though he didn't like actually change the people he influenced them in that direction that wasn't gonna be him that was gonna be me <laughs> yes no it was still Aries it was still Aries he still influenced them he was still 100% behind it all Chris Pine died for nothing considering the fact that once he dies all those people in the f- battle stop yeah stop all, they immediately stop that's more proof that it was Ares behind it all. What what the what the hell was the movie about then? <laughs> what what DC? Hello, the one good movie you you have put out, the one good one you still managed to. Hey, just don't, dis- don't disrespect the sui- the Suicide Squad like that. Suicide Squad, the new one, does not even count as a DC movie because that's James Gunn directing it, not whatever fucking Warner Brothers was picking beforehand. No, they just grabbed this Wonder Woman movie directed by a talented director. All right, 
And I I feel it was studio interference. Like, no, we want a fight at the end. And they just grab that movie and hold it uh, in the bathtub and put a breeze block <laughs> over her. And they kill the movie just off the ending because it's so bad. It's See, this is what I mean. The, the ending has to do with the plot. And it does. But when you say throughout the entire movie that this is just what people do, that Diana has a bad worldview because she is sheltered and then she turns out to be right. Come on. Come on. It was supposed to be like about Wonder Woman learning how the real world actually works because she's super naive. And don't forget, it was a literal fish out of water story. We'll connect the theme well. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say one thing about what I thought the about the Wonder Woman thing? One thing that's like a half posy. I thought it was super cool that uh, they didn't, the, the way that they portrayed Ares, he was setting up for World War II. I thought that was rad as shit. As soon as he was like, yeah, I'm drafting the Treaty of Versailles. That's him. I found him. Yeah, she actually figured it I out did. really early. That was actually really impressive. Because the Treaty of Versailles is the piece of legislation that single-handedly designed well it like cemented the existence of world war ii because of the stiff uh economic repercussions it had on germany which uh snowballed into everything it feels like it had two really good ideas but it didn't mesh with each theme so yeah i feel like if if yeah i didn't like the big fight but i did like the fact that Ares was playing as a peacemaker and that's how he was causing more war. I it was shouldn't most, have been involved in general. I know, but I'm a history nerd, and I liked that it felt like somebody did their research. So basically, a good ending should also know when to just cut back on other ideas. Yeah, I mean, okay, agree, you know, I'm agree. totally fine. I'm totally fine if if Ares was, like, actually behind it all. But Chris Pine didn't say, like, seven times in the movie, trying to convince Diana that it's not Ares. I'm fine if, if, if like, because they made it such a point. They did, literally. That's, like, the one big thing I remember about that movie because it was such a, like, good thing to do. Like, Diana's like, this is Aries. And Chris Pine's like, no, it's not. You're dumb. This You're is dumb. people. I want to kiss you. This is just people. <laughs> such a, it ruined the entire movie, honestly. 100%. And I know people are going to shit on me because I'm going to be misogynist. fuck that shit no it's just a bad movie i don't care you're not a misogynist though you're not you're not hating on the fact that no but it's it's a it's a woman movie centered around a woman it was directed by a woman and i hate the movie so obviously yeah cut it off okay okay for the record i have heard someone say with their actual lips uh wonder woman's not the protagonist protagonist of her own goddamn movie it's chris pine yeah (laughs) that was the Whedon cut what the fuck are you talking about? That was the Whedon cut of the. He said that Wonder Woman is not the protagonist of the movie because she does not enact anything. She's not like the Greek def, like the Greek play, the first actor of the movie. But yeah. And, oh, yeah. does it make you upsetty that I hate the movie because of the ending? No, because you you hate it specifically because of the ending. That one it just felt like kind of felt like a I guess a thought terminating cliche. Hmm. Just like. Just writing off the entire movie. Um, oh, I'm writing off the entire movie off the end. I mean, it, it, it hits up, different. Un, up until the end. It's still it's still a good movie. Exactly. Just, like stop, watching once right before, just stop watching once before the end, right before the end, then just make up your own ending, dude. You know what's a good ending? You know what's a good ending? What? what what's a good ending? Tell just us. delete Aries. Okay. 
But I like, but I like the actor. And you know how it actually ends? I, I like how he Chris Pine his- sacrificing himself and Diana just standing there and people are still fighting right there. Just no, ends. And then she song. just decides to leave and then World War II resolves how it resolves. And she's like, he was right. I'm wrong. I need to be a stronger, more critical thinking woman. Then I'm going to wish him back in like 60 years. See and it's going to be technically rape since the original body did not consent. <laughs> Ed, you haven't seen Wonder Woman 1984. I have seen 1984. And yeah, it is kind of, it's so weird. It's technically rape. It yeah, is. and that's, the weird thing is, like, statutory rape, like, too. She could have just made, the thing is, the, <laughs> okay, not, not actually statutory rape. Yeah, She's yeah, just, yeah, like, a yeah. hundred-something, he's, like, a 30-year-old dude. Only a hundred-something? I think, I thought it was implied she's a lot older. I don't know. We don't actually don't know. know. Also, do you know what's the weird thing about that movie? Sorry, just a weird sign tangent. Like, it's, like, maybe, the first I was, like, okay, maybe the magic's not that powerful, right? But then, like, the guy wishes for his kingdom back I and a whole bunch of walls. I was just about to say that. So, it's, like, wait, so you can do this? It's not hard to just materialize a body. Excuse me, that can't be that hard. Well, because it's a monkey's paw. Just kill someone else. Kill a kid. Have a no, kid that's not how monkey's paw. That's not how a monkey's paw works. I know how monkey's works. paw works. But here's the thing: her monkey's paw was uh, she loses her abilities, her godlyhood, mm-hmm. and he comes back in another body. If anything, he should be the one with the powers. That would have actually been really fun. I know, that'd but be like, legit, that'd be like a double fish out of water. Actually, <laughs> that'd be really fun. I don't know. I think I think monkey's paw is you get your wish, but like at a terrible, terrible, terrible price. And she does get her wish. He's back. She loses her power and he's in a different body. It's just like the worst of both worlds. But she still sees him as him, so it doesn't even matter. No, it's still no, she does not see him as him. She visualizes him as him, though. Yeah, she she like in in the movie he actually. He actually okay yeah whatever sorry anyways yeah huge side tangent we can talk about it can later. I say a movie that I another thing with some movies that I hate yes do it I just kind of remember this yeah, and I'm kind it. of breaking one of my rules but I can fix one of the rules for this five movie only there are two movies and I can say it without spoilers without spoilers for the second one okay there's a movie called Men in Black International <laughs> I went and saw it years ago I, I with me and my mom I, i'm not mad i didn't pay for it so uh, <laughs> i got that ticket speaking of your mom that was the one she paid for so i'm not mad thanks mom thanks mom if you're listening to this hi um so during that movie there's this whole thing of like everyone's like oh chris you've been different since like this one day everyone's actual name right and there's also a bunch of like shape-shifting aliens who are taking control of other people right so my fear the movie seems to be leading up to this idea of you know, Liam Hemsworth, the agent, the lead agent at the time, and Chris were on a mission, and it's implied that he got his body taken, and then they erased the memory, and they were training this alien to be in the MIB agent again, right? Mm-hmm. And to replace the MIB agent that was killed. Yes, and I thought that's where it was going. I'm like, this is going to be a really fun twist, but nope. It was just Liam Hemsworth, and there was a lot of hints, a lot of hints. Like, I explained to you in the car, right? I can't remember, oh, no, but if you guys see this movie, there's a lot of hints. Like, people keep saying, wow, Chris, you're really weird. Wow, it's like you're not even yourself. And they he only say, tells the one story over and over again. Because that's all he remembers. And then, but nope, it's just Liam Hemsworth was the guy, and he, Chris found out, and he just erased his memory. Yeah, wasn't it like, uh, he was like a sleeper agent or something? No. Oh. No, that would be what? what? Yes. What's the ending? Liam Hemsworth was the actual alien. He no, took no, over- no, no, what's the actual? That's what yours, what's the actual? Well, what's the actual ending of the movie? Liam Hemsworth's the actual alien. He brainwashed Chris Hemsworth, uh, Liam Hemsworth, Liam, not Liam Hemsworth, Liam Neeson. 
Right. Liam Neeson's the actual alien. villain, alien. He erased Crimson Hesworth's memory. It was the safest ending you could do. Oh, okay. I see. And I see how it is. Okay. There yeah. was a lot. And I, I'm wondering That's if it terrible. was. A, and I was like, oh, it's a red herring, right? But no, they, they were, they didn't even reference it. Then you've got Hot Fuzz, which <laughs> the movie has basically two plots because you're building up all the clues and you're like, oh, it's this. And then the movie's like, nope. You thought because the guy explains, oh, I know it was you because this is this is this. And he's like, no, it's actually this. And it's a whole other separate way of looking at things. And it was brilliant. Hot Fuzz is one of the best movies of all time. Don't at me. Don't oh, fucking it, at it, me. It is at- a really good movie. And yeah, I remember at- that that like that like don't yeah. Ruthie hasn't he, seen it, so it, don't spoil, but I know, but it's it's just a perception thing. Yes. It's just like it's- how you look at it, it's either this guy or no, no, this is how it actually happened. Yes, and it all makes sense. It's so, it's, it's so good. So I don't know. I feel like I guess take if you're gonna take a I know if you're gonna take a risk, I guess another rule for endings. If you're gonna take a risk, go all fucking out. Commit. Fucking yeah. commit. Yeah, don't pull all out. Breaks. All out all on out. the risk. Balls. Get out. That in you know. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna you guys want another uh bad ending? At Astro. Sure. I mean, yeah, that too. But, oh uh, my god. <laughs> Will you stop about that movie? All right. I don't like the movie either. <laughs> okay, what about what about a Raya the Last Dragon to clean your palate of Ad Astra? Oh fuck. Because I that movie gets worse. I know, because like I don't know. I really enjoyed almost the movie. as bad as Wonder Woman. <laughs> but like recently Hector and I tried to buy a beer and it was supposed to taste like root beer which is my favorite soda and it tasted great at first and then it had a really bitter aftertaste which ruined the whole experience and if there is any kind of metaphor I can make for the ending of Raya that would be it (laughs) honestly like they were trying it's like I don't even know how to quantify it's just like it's so messy like it's trying to do the Disney tie up all the loose ends but some of those ends the they way, were they gave him evil nasty knots to tie him in. They they were burnt shoelaces. They tried. They just scooped up the ashes and went. Here we go. It's tied somewhere. Technically, what? how? Why? Why are all the dragons back? I don't know. Why? Why weren't they back before? I don't know. Uh, Sisu's coming back to life. Is that a thing? Uh, I guess it is. Uh, what else am I missing? We can forget. We can forgive everyone now because it's all okay. Yeah, yeah. Scars for a long time. Who needs them? Who needs a long, painful process? To generational heal? trauma. God damn it! I'm getting heated. I'm I'm taking a few steps. Gen- generational trauma. Who? I mean, I mean, it's it's technically not intergenerational trauma if it no, only no, happens. I just- I just said generational. It's not generational if it's if it's within like five years. That's not a generation. I'm joking. It's <laughs> just 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 take Ruthie just looked take at me the, like what? Take just watch our watch our watch our podcast on that. Yeah. It's or don't. A, I don't I don't care. Yeah. Uh. We're not we're not bitter. Honestly, bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, yeah, it had the good story stuff. It didn't necessarily have the shock value. Like if you had cut it at the part where um they stopped the darkness, which name escapes me right now. It doesn't like, matter. Yeah, it doesn't fully matter. <laughs> but if they, they like stopped that. it right before the all the dragons came back, that would be a good, like, if they just skipped between that and, like, all the people coming back, that would be a good ending. Like, yeah, we survived. Uh, the dragons are all gone, but, like, you know, we're alive. We can, and we learned our lessons. We learned our lessons. We're going to team up together. 
that that'd be a pretty good Disney ending. That's not. Let's also just like brush over the fact how the villain could have been handled. Yeah, so much better. The it, two of them. Yeah, we've we've already rehashed yeah. this, but yeah, but like it had the story plot bits. I don't know if it had the Sarah Shock. I mean, it is a kids movie. Yeah. Did have the emotion though? Not the good emotion, but it had emotion. It had emotion. Again, this is a kids movie. It had, yeah, like I agree. Like it had the emotion there, but it was just like again, just set up wrong. Yeah, really. It kind of felt like they realized they wrote themselves into a corner, and then they said, "Meh, whatever." It's a kids movie. We're we're halfway to animating this. We gotta. Well, yeah, just kind of like this is a movie for kids. It doesn't matter. Been a good one. Oh. <sighs> that was the last of my three. You know, next? A, you know it's a good kids movie. What? Spider Verse. For one, the one death in the movie, or the two deaths in the movie, actually stick. Oh yeah. Which is even more ballsy than some of the Marvel shit, especially with how they die. It's oh, fucking shit. brutal compared to the rest of the Marvel shit. Oh yeah. Right, because because Spider Man in Miles Morales's universe actually just like straight up dies. Yeah, Kingpin literally just clobbers him. And then you've got uncle, and you've got uncle. Uh, His uncle dies. Uncle Aaron. uncle Aaron. Why don't uncles die for every Spider-Man? Uh, it's like a, it's a thing. Not every Spider-Man. Uh, in <laughs> one universe, Uncle Ben is the Spider-Man, and Peter dies. Does he kill people? Uh, I is think it he like, just he was like half like retired. Reverse Batman? No, no. There is a Spider-Man. There's a few Spider-Man that kill people. One of them uh, is where he just killed people from the beginning, and he was basically the Punisher. Uh, Nick Cage's Spider-Man in his comics, he killed people. He he fought Nazis. Actually, the Nazis was oh, because he's in war. Well, to be fair, in in that comic book, the Vulture literally eats people. He's a little cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no Spider-Verse. Sorry, just if we're talking about ones that have lessons and commit to it, fucking Spider-Verse is a golden standard. So you you talked about your three movies, Ruthie. Yeah, have, I'm out. I have two more movies to talk about. All right. I'm ready. Last one is kind of a joke, but one one of the greatest endings. Also a shock factor ending. I love the shock endings. Um, The Departed. Never seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Oof. Either. How do I talk about this ending without spoiling it? I don't That's care. really Go hard. It. Go for it. I'm going. It's so hard to talk about this ending because literally everybody dies oh. at the end. Wait, what? <laughs> hearing this way <laughs> no i i can just talk about it and so the entire movie is leo uh, is like leonardo dicaprio uh brad pitt's in the movie no shit no he's not he's not in the movie no, i was gonna say wow it's like <sighs> character names or like actor names leonardo dicaprio matt damon jack nicholson and oh i got spawned this movie go for it yeah no you're fine uh Mark Wahlberg. Okay, so yeah, the main characters Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, and Mark Wahlberg. Right? Vera Farmiga's a little bit in there. Martin Sheen. All of those characters die except for Vera and Mark Wahlberg at the end. Why does Mark Wahlberg get to live? Because this is how the movie plays out. Uh, Matt Damon is a mole for the for the uh, mafia, I guess, in the police. And Leonardo DiCaprio is a mole in the mafia for the police. So they're both moles both rats right the captain of leo is with uh mark Wahlberg, and they kind of like are guiding him to like get as much dirt as possible and it's like i think it's said that it's like a couple years that he's in the gang as a mole same with uh matt damon because he gets promoted throughout the movie enough to be part of the uh part of the like the top top glass of 
the uh, people who are in charge of there, or at least he has some information. No identities are revealed, though. And eventually, uh, the captain dies. They find out about him, and they throw him off a roof. And then Leo finally traps uh, after after Mark after no after Matt Damon, who is the mole, kills Jack Nicholson. Leo finds out about it and traps him and arrests him in like the roof of a building. And as they're coming out the elevator, the elevator door opens and Leo gets blasted immediately, just killed right as right as the elevator doors open. And the guy that shot him is a guy that you've seen in the police. Oh, it's another rat. Right. And then, oh, yeah. And while he's arresting, there's another cop who doesn't know Leo's the mole that was like also came down the elevator. And when he comes out, uh, he also he also gets killed by, the, I think, the same dude, the same so other mole. Backstabs upon backstabs upon backstabs. Yeah. And that's like not that even it. That's not even the <laughs> end of it. That's not even the end of it. Matt Damon then kills the other rat. Matt Damon then kills the other rat because he knows. So kills him. So and then you're like, wait, so Matt Damon gets away with everything? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So he does not. Good. He does not. Uh, Leo, before his death, sends a videotape of a recording he had of Jack Nicholson and Matt Damon. So he shows it to uh, to Vera, Matt Damon's like girlfriend or fiance, and then she just leaves him. And one time when he's coming home from grocery shopping, he opens the door and inside his apartment is Mark Wahlberg, those like second in command of the captain. And he's wearing little uh, clean room booties, clean room gloves, r- like covered clothing, pulls a gun on him, Matt Damon. And it's a, it's like the best, it's like the best thing. Like Matt Damon just like looks at him. Just, I guess this expression of like, like, come on. He doesn't even say anything. He's like, and then blam, kills him. And then he puts on the little clean room hoodie and Mark Wahlberg runs away. Scott free. That's a good ending. That's okay. a, such a shock factor ending. And it ties everything up. And it's a, kind it's a bittersweet ending also because like you know the one you're rooting for the entire time dies but like you know the bad guy got away with too much obviously he's got to die those are fun when it's everything's tied nicely yeah it sucks i hated the ending at first when i first watched it but incredible movie incredible ending yeah i just spoiled like the last 30 minutes of that movie you should watch it still even though i spoiled the ending that's fine you know what's a movie I thought did a really good, uh, not just tying it all together, but also like thematically with all the themes? Okay, what? Uh, Annihilation, I think, probably is like really good because it doesn't it doesn't just connect it all in a nice way that everything makes sense. It leaves it a little bit like what happens next with that ending of, you know, the husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Eyes. Yes. Like, did you just say annihilation because after we watched that movie we got our cat that's a pretty good ending i gotta say we got a cat out of it we got a cat out of it who's been making a lot of noise this episode he's a stinky man hi boomer his name is boomer uh he's a boomer no he's only two years old <laughs> yeah i still feel really bad when i scared the shit out of him accidentally oh you're fine we but, also scared the shit out of him but Don't yeah worry. he's a scared you cat. know and then, like, the whole thing with her seeing the literal kind of cancer, the literal replication, mm-hmm. mm. and just the self-sabotage she was doing to herself. Uh, so literally with uh, the... Yes. The, well, are you talking about... Destroying like, her marriage. Well, destroying her marriage, but then also, like... Destroying herself the, emotionally and physically with the and literal then copy. Also, and then also seeing, like, the destruction in the lighthouse and around it. Yeah. Okay. No, the whole movie just fits thematically beautifully. Like, I don't know. I think those are like my favorite movies. I think that's also why I have a 
hard on for Spider-Verse. <laughs> it's just like, it. besides it just connecting well, like flowing well, if it can find a way to really get the theme and the core of the theme into the movie, it, it's an A plus in my book. That's my last one. I was going to mention Parasite, but you know what? I don't want to talk. I'm not worthy of talking about Parasite in this podcast. You can if you want to. Well, there's just, I don't know what else to add. It's the same thing I just said, basically. And it just like, it's with the theme and everything. Yeah. And like, you can see the ending coming. Maybe not to the extent, I'm being vague because I don't want people to like it. Yeah. Parasite. It's like, it it builds up and you you know what it's talking about and like now i'm speaking from hindsight i've only seen it the one time but uh with parasite like you're seeing all the building blocks you're seeing everything play out at least for me i was not observant enough to like really know what was going to happen until like right before it was like oh shit because they can do anything because I, th- I think that's on purpose because yeah. like as soon as the halfway point hits and the, the, the genre, genre shifts yeah. that point you're like okay this was super unexpected so like you have an idea of where the movie's going but you're always left unsure which mm-hmm. I think is a good way yeah. I guess to get to the ending is yeah because it's already it's flipped on its head once does it have the, the chutzpah to do it again <laughs> and you re- and it was did it so masterfully too like even subconsciously like huh can this be done so I, I think that's also I guess a good ending I guess I have something to add about that yeah. thanks you guys um yeah, movies. Yeah. And then the greatest ending to ever happen. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <gasps> Such a amazing. cop-out ending. <laughs> but it's it a works. literal cop-out ending. But it works in a it's... way that a lot of movies can't pull off. Yeah. It's because they're just goofy and they've been breaking, they've already broken the fourth wall and broken everything so often. Yes, but yeah, and they show and the thing is that they show the cop like investigating like yeah, the people like, that they, they killed. They do build it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. I loved it. <laughs> It, it it does it does feel a little just like ugh really but it works. It it's even better when you realize they did this because they ran out of money. Yes, <laughs> they they didn't have the money for the horses to begin with, so they used yeah. coconuts. The movie's a grand example of just like yeah, we have limitations. It's still fu- it makes it better. It can make it better. Oh, uh, what is your name? <laughs> what is your favorite color? Red, no blue. <laughs> no. It's a great film. What is the land speed velocity of like airspeed air velocity, velocity of a air speed velocity of like what what bird was it? A swallow. A coconut a sw- laden swallow. Is coconut. it African or European? Uh, well, I, don't I don't know that. <laughs> well, I don't know that. Uh, it's such a yeah. Amazing. Comedies are weird. Comedies, I don't know. <laughs> They're weird when it comes to comedy movies because like how do you measure an ending? Because uh, the whole purpose is to laugh. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but like, is it, if you're trying, you have to have a story. You can't just have random jokes most of the time. Like, that's like, what's that movie? Movie that's 29 what, that everyone hates? Monty Python is just a combination of skits there's a, there has that to be keeps a, the same characters. But there has to be. What plot is there? They're going on the way to Camelot. There's this thin amount of stuff going on. And they get know. arrested. Uh, Austin Powers 3, I won't say what, because I'm still trying to get Hector to watch those movies. It has a very similar ending to, to Monty Python, and I feel like it does it pretty well. I love those movies, and I still, I will pick them over Bond every time. I, I'm watch, watch, watch. Okay. to annoy you. I hope you uh, know that. <laughs> watch Casino Royale, read a synopsis of Quantum of Solace, watch Skyfall, Watch Spectre. Watch No Time to Die. Have you seen Austin Powers and Austin? No, Powers I never and will. Goldman? Coward. Okay, I'll tell. I'll tell you what. Ed, wait, wait, wait. Ed, mm-hmm. I will watch the Bond movies, all of the Bond movies. Of at least the Chris 
The the, the, the Daniel Craig ones. Don't watch Quantum of Solace. I will save you that much. No, I'll watch all of them. If you will watch Austin <sighs> Powers. And only if you watch Austin Hector, Powers. Hector, have you seen all the Daniel Craig movies? I've only seen Skyfall at a friend's house. It was all right. And if I watch them, you need. Oh my them. God. The, the Bond movies are, are like, these five are like a continuous story. You can't just watch Skyfall. God, I yeah, you got to watch them all. He rented if it. both what of you watch all five, you don't need to watch the second one. Just read what happens in the movie. If you want, I will watch Austin Powers. All, all three. three. All three. It feels like an unfair trade because there's five. Daniel I Craig want you Bond to watch movies. Austin we'll pick, Powers. Hey, hey, Rudy, I'll each pick a different movie for you to watch. Not your labor. That's hers. I'll pick a different one. I'm not forcing you to watch Quantum of Solace. I'm We're telling you to watch four movies. So I'm watching four movies. But not your labor's one we've been wanting to watch. Yeah, not your We've labor. been trying for years. Okay, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway. I'm watching four movies because I'm telling you to watch four movies. I'm telling you to read Quantum of Solace because it's a terrible movie and you don't want to sit through it. I'm making you sit through three terrible Austin Powers movies, though. I know, and I'm making you sit through four incredible movies. Except Spectre. Spectre's kind of bad. Spectre's kind of bad, actually, yeah. You know what's a movie but, that was, like, kind of bad? I didn't want to mention it, but... Uh, do it. I didn't like the ending of Devil all the time. What? Why didn't you like it? It felt like it explained everything, and I get the whole point. is like, huh, life's funny that way, kind of a thing. You know, because, like, all these connect loose things kind of connected at the end. Your opinion is wrong. I just... It just felt a bit, like, much on that whole, like... It was a fun. Wait, are you are you referring to like the very end when he's like snapping in the in the hitch while he's hitchhiking or like everything as soon after he runs away? Yeah, and he runs into the uh, the serial killer into the serial killer couple. Mm -hmm. Every from that point on, I like I I still like the movie. I just thought it was a bit like, and I get the whole point of it. it was supposed to lead up. It was a fun writing exercise. But I feel like it's like, you know, if you just set up these pieces and just make them all connected, of course, by, I don't know, it's a weird movie. I don't know how to explain it. I like the movie. It's just, I, I don't think the ending kind of hit. It, it, it fits so much in there. I get what you mean. It feels like inauthentic in a sense. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like, I know it's technically supposed to be implausible. I totally... When I watched the movie, I felt like a weird sense of nostalgia, and I don't know why. Me My, too, actually. Yeah, it, yeah it's same. like a story your grandparents would have told you, or at least that's the experience I got. My, minus, minus a lot of stuff. Yeah, a, a lot of stuff. My grandfather did not kill his sister's rapist. Minus the rated R stuff. Yeah. But like, I don't know, it felt like a rambly story that my, my papa used to tell, like, he'd pull me up in his chair and be like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, like, and then that happened and that all tied into this. Yeah, I like, I like how it's just chaos, coincidence. Yeah. Because like, that's how the world is. That's how the universe is. It's just random chance. The part that wouldn't have bothered me as much was the fact that the same sheriff who helped him as a kid was also trying to shoot him down. That's the part where it felt like, okay, the connections are a little too much. Well, and he's the brother of the girl. Of the, exactly. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. Yeah, that's, the, that's that, that piece. That piece specifically is what kind of got me. Like, I really, like, yeah. It, it, it I enjoyed that well. movie much more than I thought it would. No, no, it's it's still movie. not as good as I, as it's still not like an a, a amazing movie. It's so yeah, really good yeah, movie yeah. though. It's, it's, so good. it's just kind of like, it leaves a weird oh. taste in my mouth because it's like to get to the ending, it kind of has to set up these pieces that were, it felt like slightly inorganic. And I know it's a weird take. Like, I don't hate it. 
I still like it. Just it is inorganic, yeah. and that's what I like it. Fair enough. Chaos. It, it didn't feel. That's the thing. It didn't feel chaotic. It felt it's organized. It's a ladder. <laughs> Chaos is a ladder. Yeah. Life uh finds a way. <laughs> yeah. Good endings evoke a strong emotion. It ties into the plot of the movie as well. Like it has to make sense. You can set it up as much as you want, like Wonder Woman, but you know, actually <laughs> tie that in to the ending and make and it that- nice. Hmm? Not Sorry? just tying into the story. Uh, Hector had a good point. If it can tie in with the themes of the movie. Oh, yeah, that too. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, obviously, the themes like Bong Joon Ho. Wait, that's the that's director, Parasite director, Parasite. Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. Watch all those movies. They're all like same theme, but they're all work so well in the theme. All of his endings, even the host, which is a really weird ending. Um, I haven't seen it. Wait, he directed the host? Yeah. It's the Stephanie Meyer one? No. No. Okay, I was about to be very confused. Oh, I thought no, that wasn't a joke. No, no a I thought that was... Okay. No, it was a Korean called The Host. Yeah, like... Uh, oh, yeah, it ties, ties into the story. Don't make the same mistake as Wonder Woman. Or don't make the same mistake as uh, Repo Man for that. Ties into the theme. Don't make the same mistake as Wonder Woman for that. And emotion. Wasn't that the first La La Land. The ending made me feel so much. The ending of La La Land. Is probably Ed, the Ed. You said emotion twice. Yeah, oh my bad. I, I, I was <laughs> repeating you feel myself. So strongly about it, Ruthie. It's fine. I, it's the emotion of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just <laughs> this that movie, La La Land, is the movie that has made me feel the most at the end, and so many different things because it shows you so much. I was sad. I was angry, happy, no, depressed. This is like. Cheating. Hmm? Again, you're you're getting seven. We said five. My bad. Those those three things I think are the most important in a movie. I feel like we got up to five. Hector, what are we missing? What do you mean? We got up to like five points. Did we? I thought so. I don't remember. Could have sworn. No, it was like theme, makes sense. Not not just and, not oh, just sense in the story. Shock oh. factor. Shock factor you, can work you, if you if you're careful with it and it has to make sense to the plot. But yeah. if you do take take a risk, take the risk. Take the risk. Take, take the, the risk. Shot. Yes. Take the shot, Piglet. I anyway. Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shock factor isn't necessary, but those are I think the most important things. Just those three for an ending in the movie, at least. Four things. Have the balls, I guess. The chutzpah. The moxie. Tell us your favorite or least favorite endings for a movie. We'd love to hear it. Also, uh Call me or say mean things to me about my opinion about Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, that's the episode for today. A discussion wow, I episode. Like Jesus of wanting to be canceled for no goddamn reason. Go off. Yeah, dude. You want to crucify yourself. Upside down. I was reshoot. It we didn't do what the <laughs> what the title is, but yeah. I mean, we kind of did. We kind of yeah. just like this is what we like out of endings this is like our cheat code like i don't like the ending uh refer to our endings episode how to fix that mm-hmm. I mean, yeah it'd be kind of cheap if we do that like i, I, I don't mean that like we're <laughs> actually get more views <laughs> artificially <laughs> i mean i mean hey i don't know but i think it's good to reference just like our past episodes like if we want to hurry something up yeah about the ending it's like you can refer to our our endings episode to kind of get more more details on what i think about this kind of ending kind of thing i think that's fine do you want to yeah it does kind of delve into our psyches on what we believe endings should be yeah 
I'm personally fine with also being surprised on endings. Like mm-hmm. if it's if it, I don't mind. It's I mean, some endings will probably break the rules of what I think is a good ending. That's fine. Then I love it. That'll, that'll be that's fine too. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of good movies with bad endings. A there's bad just a lot of good, good movies. There are. What's worse is there's times where there's like really good concepts and they'll just never get made. Oh man, you know what movies like that? And I might I'm gonna edit this out. Um, the 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 uh, the invention of lying. That was the first movie I saw the trailer of, and then I saw like the actual content, and I was deeply disappointed. Deeply. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. even like too interested. Like the trailers were all focused on like sex and stuff, and even tiny asexual me was like, nah. But then they like had to Ricky Gervais had to make it like his soliloquy on atheism, and I was not vibing. Yeah, I mm, yeah, I'm not. Well, that movie had a weird effect on me also. I, I feel like he didn't need to put in that that stuff. It was that, just it should it could have been such a fun movie. Yeah, there was <laughs> so wasn't. much potential to it, and it instead of me being entertained with this idea of what if the world never lied, I became the opposite of a Ricky Gervais stan. Yeah, I feel that movie should have just been silly as hell. Mm-hmm. Would have been so much better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's what you meant. That's what you took from what I said. I meant more like. Someone made like a 30 second fan video of like Bloodborne fought animated like oh, Samurai Jack. Oh man, I wish that existed. Yeah. I took I took the opposite meaning of something that existed, but the like the idea is interesting and then I fucked it up. Oh, there's that too. Um I was just thinking like there's like fun like some fans will come up with some good stuff and it's like, damn, this never happened. Or like yeah. Damn, I wish that never happened. Wait, grades? 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 grades. I don't, I was, Wonder Woman's enough. Ruthie, you're getting an A plus just because I love you and you're my (laughs) wife and I want to, don't want to sleep in the couch tonight. Wonder Woman gets an F. Repo Man gets an F. Ed gets a C plus. He's a chill dude. And (laughs) I give myself an F just so I can be more persecuted than Ed is. (laughs) Oh yeah. You're going to leave my hot take in, right? That you the, don't like Wonder Woman? The, the Invisible Man hot take. Yes. Sure. Yeah. No, no, no. If you want my real hot take. No, 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 no. If we're going to actually get see who gets more persecuted, my real hot take is... um. I already I'll, gave my Godfather take. You guys are both cowards. No, I'm giving my take now. It doesn't matter. A lot more movies, especially action movies, should be more animated than live action. Case in point, almost every Marvel movie could work just as well animated, if not better. Yeah. Why aren't there any animated movies for, you know, young adults? or adults there are just no one watches them i mean there's a lot of like animated tv shows if you watch more animated tv shows more animated movies might come out of it no you're right you're right i'm right and i should say it but yeah no um did you hear my point ed or do you need me to repeat it repeat it please sorry if if you watch a lot more like adult animation cartoons a la bob's burgers and inside job i mean more movies will come of it bob's burgers i know but they're all comedies Okay. Samurai Jack got a TV show. That show is not really com- got an adult ending. I to the know, show. but why can't we have animated shows or animated movies that are not comedies geared towards adults or young adults? Like, come on, Gendy uh, Pr- Tarkovsky is single-handedly doing that in America. You got Primal. 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 Fucking, I'm like four episodes. I haven't in. seen that Primal. Four episodes in. That shit's fun. Zero dialogue, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's no talking. The only reason I know the main character's name is it's in the end credits. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even joking. Uh, it's yeah. like the shortest credit scene I've ever seen. What? But no, it's, I guess if you want, I guess anime works. Cause I know there's some like really good. Yeah, I know, but still like, like I don't want... He's talking about Western animation. I, I want know, I know. 
I mean, we got Invincible, so that's something. Yeah. Can we count Avatar? Avatar is technically Western, but it's not fully adult. It's a kid's show. It's one. It goes over some very dark themes. Yes, but it's a kid's show. But it does it so well, though. I mean, yes. So does a lot of uh, other. Okay, okay. Here's my real deep take. Here's my real deep take. If you want a better game of if you want a better game of Thrones, watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. It does similar ideas and structure done better. Nope, no. not even close. You're no, not. The you're, themes nope. Are not Your opinion Avatar. is wrong. The themes of Avatar I, and the themes I of told Game of Thrones are so different. I was. To- I mean, if you want the same kind of like fantasy no, adventure, no, no, no. adventure <laughs> again, different. Has he even seen Game of Thrones? No, no. that's what I'm talking about. My ass. I'm trying to get the worst take. <laughs> no, but your take has to. Oh, make a little agree- bit of sense. You guys were agreeing with me, so no, no, no. I, I wasn't want- agreeing with okay, you. No, with the with the more action movie should be animated. Yes, that's, that's not a hot take in my opinion, though. No, it's a, a hot take. One that people are supposed to disagree Game with. Game of Thrones it? animated would be rad as shit. No, yeah, a hot that, take. No, a hot take is not a thing that most people should disagree with. It's just a take that is very polarizing, very controversial, it in my opinion. Can I explain Can I explain then a little bit more what I meant with the Game of Thrones? Avatar? Uh, no, let's, because let's it's wrong. No, no, no. I want, I, my take on it is, okay, you got a globetrotting adventure, because I know like Game of Thrones, there's a lot of different stuff. Season 2 introduces a shit ton of politics. So you got some of that politics with the whole Earth Kingdom shenanigans with the king. And then with season... And then you've got all these dark themes like genocide and shit. It does similar. It has some of the similar. It's got the same elements, but here's the thing. Eh, funny. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. The points that you mentioned, each one of those are literally the opposite end of the spectrum. Game of Thrones is only like globe trotting, like because of the different point of view characters that you have. Yeah. We get the firebending experience with. I mean, we do do that have, with Zuko and Arrow. Game of Thrones sounds kind of boring. It is kind of boring. I'm just saying it's it's just looking pretty. It's working. <laughs> it's no, working. like I'm not. I don't think it's boring, but like no, yeah, I'm joking. There are a I'm, lot of bit yeah. You want a bad ending? Game of Thrones. Holy That's what I'm talking about. That's what I mean, though. It was Rushed, more of a joke. Cowardly. Okay, I was inspired because some guy I knew on Facebook was like he liked Game of Thrones up until last season. He's like, guys, if you want something to fill that hole in your heart, Avatar: Last Airbender. Yeah, but it it, it but does it doesn't feel the same thing. It doesn't. It doesn't it's not the no, same. Thing. I know that's what inspired me to yeah. do this. I'm not actually goof. I'm not honestly believing this take. Yeah. Okay. My real my yeah. real take though is the more and more action movies could definitely do better being yeah. animated. Game of Thrones needed at least two more seasons. I mean, obviously. Yeah. They got they literally got a blank check and George told them like, hey, take your time. And they're like, no, we want that Disney money. And then the Disney money got pulled out after that horrible ending. Yep. That's so I love, I love, I love that justice. Just now, like, that's an ending. That's <laughs> an ending. They're like, they're like, all right, last season. And Disney's like, you guys have been doing really good. You want to direct some Star Wars movies? And they're like, yes. And they rush the ending and they're like, Disney's like, the fuck did you guys do? No, fuck that. Look at somebody else. And then we they pick J.J. Went- Abrams. Um, we already wrecked one Star One trilogy. Yeah. I'm not letting you do it again. Oh, so we'll see the Ryan Johnson trilogy got shelved. I'm disappointed. Ryan Johnson made the best Star Wars movie. I don't know why people always keep shit on it. Yes, it has some High bad five. stuff. Okay, here's our hot take. It has we some bad stuff. It has games. some bad stuff, but it is it the is best fixable. of the new trilogy. And it is yes. so fixable. And this trilogy would have been so much better. 
True. If they just if you just cut the Ryan Johnson shit he set up. Do you know you, out okay. with the old, in with the new? You do you want to know? Do you want to know something? Do you want to know something? You want to fix this whole mess and undo? If you could go back in time, if I was in charge of Disney, you know, I say, you know what? Do you want us a seven, eight, nine? We're not gonna do that yet. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do Nicely Old Republic. No one's gonna see that shit coming. Let's do a Nicely Old Republic trilogy. Let's do well, yeah, and fucking Revan. And then they could actually. If they and then Carrie the Fisher Republic. dies, and then Harrison Ford dies. No one knows. Harrison Ford's still alive. Like I know. I'm saying, like in the meantime, but if in the meantime, do, but if they did the Knights of the Old Republic, they'd actually have time to sit down and write and plan all the. That was my thought out. process. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's the episode. Give us your bad or good endings. You can find us on. Our things to me. Please don't forget to like, give us a good rating and subscribe. Like, follow us on this do podcast the- or on our social media, which is. Our Twitter and uh, our Instagram. Okay, yeah, and our uh, our handles at reshoot podcast for Insta, uh, at reshoot movie po one for Twitter. So, give us a listen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.